Welcome to our joint venture with Mind Wars and the Awakening Podcast. You can find Chris on mindwars.uk. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org. We're on BitChute. We're on Facebook. Um, Chris is banned from YouTube for the time being. And this week I got my second strike. So <laughs> yeah, nothing new there. Yeah, no surprise there. Right? How are you keeping any outside of all the, the censorship stuff and the usual malarkey going on? Uh, all good. Keeping positive. You have to stay positive. You have to keep a positive attitude because yeah, there's no point in dwelling on negativity. It doesn't help your... Exactly, exactly. No, no, not at all. But speaking of censorship, that might be the one that get us going this week to start with a few other pieces to talk about as well. But censorship, and um, I know you were talking on the Toastmasters, was it only yesterday or the day before as well? Exactly. On Wednesday, I had a, like I was the Toastmaster at the meeting and I basically, I had put the team being a social media censorship and it just happened that during that week prior to me doing it, every single thing happened. One, me getting banned the second video because we've had a strange situation because even though we do a, w- a weekly show, a lot of the times I'd use a different heading and I'd take out like, you know, vaccine or COVID or something like that and I'd get away with it and yours would be blocked. But <laughs> this week I didn't want to hide anything because we had all the links as always with the back yeah. approving it, you know, from the HSE, the Irish Health authorities and yeah. yeah but that was no good and i just know from yourself that like when you appeal i mean yeah you're limited to something like 800 characters or something it's it's pathetic you can't even yeah, give yeah. a decent so i have previously i wrote exactly listen i've given the information so this time i gave um look we've given all the links and everything but i also said i'm confused how come you allow will ferrell because we discussed that previously you know he's like dressed as a clown and like kind of abusing children and it's like a pedophile thing that's allowed and that people saying you'll have bad luck for 10 years is allowed and also the guy with the cartridges he put the cartridges the gas canister cartridges into cars and hitting it with a nail and i wrote that could blow a child's hand off and i got the exact same response so it's obviously a cut and paste they don't even look at what you write but i mean i can have a quick read through there now like uh, it's in uh, one of three community uh, guidelines strikes your content was removed due to a violation of our community guidelines you know it's strange how our stuff when we're kind of exposing the truth is uh, removed but uh, anything else no problem of course yeah you won't be able to do things uh, or stream live for one week and then it's telling me five days and then this i have a list of the different uh you know strikes that i've got an appeal and then the appeal rejected so yeah. i mean that's it. it's kind of the next the next one you get then it'll be a, a ban for two weeks you can't upload or live stream or anything at all and, I, and then, like then the it's the red character you held off. off yeah you held off that's the problem you see you held off uploading again because you're going to basically be struck off and like you've got a sizable enough following on your youtube channel and you know like a lot of download i mean you've one video it's over got over 10 or fifteen thousand views yeah, so, over thirteen thousand or something on one of the videos alone yeah yeah so you it, don't want that to disappear overnight but at the mm. same time you know like i mean I, I think i'll be doing something similar to you where we're actually just making a few recordings saying hey we don't want to be putting stuff on youtube unfortunately because we're being taken off go on to our, our bit channel because it's yeah. safer well, that's what I had to do yesterday was because uh, I was allowed back on, you know, YouTube again for a while. Um, so I, instead of uploading any actual material, I just uploaded a quick video myself telling the subscribers because I'm still getting subscribers, even though I've literally done no work on YouTube since maybe November. 
because I can pretty much every time I go do something, put in YouTube jail. And even when they put you in YouTube jail, they still send me an email um, saying, oh, sorry, Mind Wars, we've actually looked back over your previous uh, videos and content as well. And we still, we think this violates. So they're just take, picking videos out even while you're in, you know, um, in YouTube jail for a while. So they've done that. And I just basically done a quick video yesterday on YouTube to say that um, before, because if we pop another podcast off for any reason at all, it could just get banned. And then the subscribers on YouTube won't know where I'm gone. What happened? Did I just disappear overnight? So I just put a quick video saying, look, YouTube is not the platform for me or anybody anymore. So, you know, please help support BitChute and, and uh, the, my uh, website as well. And to come over and follow me over there. So that's all you can do because um, as we've seen with all the censorship during the week and with censorship with, with Parler as well, I mean, it's, it's, it's that crazy. That was actually, and just before we touch on the Parler, since we're on the YouTube, mm. like I, I'm big into the marketing So with because I have four podcasts and I'm constantly tracking everything. So I log a couple of times a day and I, I had numbers written down from my YouTube views and it dropped by about 400. And I was like, hey, what's going on here? It had nothing to do with the video that I was taken on because it was taken on before anyone actually saw it. And again today, I was, went in and it, I could see that one of the videos had actually gone up a good bit and yet my numbers have dropped again. So they're removing mm. my numbers. You know, it's yeah. sick what they're doing. Yeah, they're playing with and, stuff all yeah, the time. In fact, yeah, parlor, like, I mean, parlor is unbelievable what's happened uh, this week on that. Yeah, it's, it's the, as far as I, from what I gather, they had, um, they had their servers stored at Amazon or some connection with Amazon, and yeah. Amazon basically just yeah, said... That was the first a big error. That was the, of course. So they could they pretty much uh, wipe it out because they seen the traffic that uh, Parler was getting. And, um, you know, because everybody is getting sensors moving to the alternative platforms and Parler was going through an astronomical, um, was it something like a 14,000% or something ridiculous anyway. And the same with, um, so they got their servers, they could just stop them overnight. So um, they turned off the tap basically. And the same with um, Telegram that we're on, um, which I'd advise people to go on to as well. In 72 hours, Telegram got um, 25 million um, people just joined in, 70, in 72 hours. Because everybody is, you know, going over to gravitate over these platforms because they're, they're the way to go. Um, we can't stick in these the likes of YouTubes and, and Instagrams and, you know, a place like that. It's just not for us anymore. So, but they're not even happy that they're kicking you off their platforms. They they don't want the competition like Parallel or these other platforms as well. To be, so they don't want you to go well, anywhere. <laughs> what's scary is not only did Amazon remove their servers, but Apple and Google actually deleted it from their app stores. Yeah. So, and yeah. they done an update. Apparently, Apple done an update. So, if you even had it on your iPhone, the update actually removed it. Yeah. So basically, they're on about you know competition authority and everything. How is it that three massive corporations collude together to attack the competition? They should be all in jail for that. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know that's unbelievable that that's actually allowed to happen. Exactly, and it's not going to get uh, any better anytime soon. So, yeah, that's twenty twenty one so far. The purge is on. <laughs> and there was another yeah. one actually. Wim Kim. That's another one that I'm on, and um, I just uh, go into that as well. That's a uh, what, what, what they, they had said, and when I tried to log in, literally two minutes after Jason's Wall Street Journal interview and announcing on Facebook that Google Play was removing our app, a massive DDoS, which is a denial of service attack, like a cyber attack attempt came in. We are placing the site in maintenance mode while we combat such. Please check back shortly. We'll announce when back online thank you for your patience and support so mm. you know like there's a, there's a plenty of them that are being attacked it's oh, sick it's sad loads and loads and that loads, these yeah. guys are allowed to do that exactly exactly 
leaving censorship aside for a moment then what else have we got this week um i know we've quite a few bits to get into no we have we have um yeah. well we we you, you have a nice uh, video on have uh, like that we're going to be putting up that's oh. well worth because i know some of the people are listening on the audio but we encourage you as well this times you know you can look at the video but you can yeah. uh, we're going to have the audio on this as well but uh you might just uh, let people know what we're going to be putting up yeah, no, exactly. We'll definitely uh, insert uh, this into the video into this um, podcast because uh, I've uploaded it to my channel as well. But um, some people will just watch the video. Other people are, you know, listening in the States and other places. And they literally just listen on Apple or Spotify or one of those um, podcasting platforms. So for them, it's just a quick six minute video or so. And um, the guy who's actually the doctor who's talking, um, he's the guy actually out of pandemic. So he's great friends with uh, Mickey Willis, who you've interviewed uh, on your podcast. Exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly. So it's worth um, uh, having to listen to this, to what he actually has to say about the vaccine. Well, I shouldn't even say the vaccine according to him because this is not a vaccine. Um, it's, it's actually scary yeah. to what they've been discussing, to be honest with you. Yeah. And look, you can have a listen yourself and you, you let us know what you think. Rocco, let's, let's make sure we're clear on something. Let's stipulate that this is not a vaccine. I, I mean, we need to be really clear. We're using the term vaccine to sneak this thing under public health right. um, exemptions. This is not a vaccine. This is a mRNA packaged in a fat envelope that is delivered to a cell. It is a medical device designed to stimulate the human cell into becoming a pathogen creator. It is not a vaccine. Vaccines actually are a legally defined term and they're a legally defined term under public health law they're a legally defined term under CDC and FDA standards, and a vaccine specifically has to stimulate both an immunity within the person receiving it, but it also has to disrupt transmission. And that is not what this is. They have been abundantly clear in saying that the mRNA strand that is going into the cell is not to stop transmission. It is a treatment. But if it was discussed as a treatment, it would not get the sympathetic ear of public health authorities because then people would say, well, what other treatments are there? The use of the term vaccine is unconscionable for both the legal definition term of it, but also because it actually is the sucker punch to open and free discourse. Because by saying vaccine, you dump it into a thing where you could be anti or pro the therapy. But if you actually talked about it as a therapy, remember, and people forget this, Moderna was started as a chemotherapy company for cancer, not a vaccine manufacturer for SARS. That, you know, if we said we're going to give people prophylactic chemotherapy for the cancer they don't have, you'd be laughed out of a room because it's a stupid idea. That's exactly what this is. This is a mechanical device in the form of a very small packet of technology that is being inserted into the human system to activate the cell to become a pathogen manufacturing site. And I refuse to stipulate in any conversations that this is in fact a vaccine issue. The only reason why the term is being used is to abuse the 1905 Jacobson case that has been misrepresented since it was written. And if we were honest with this, we would actually call it what it is. It is a right. chemical pathogen device 
that is actually meant to unleash a chemical pathogen production action within a cell. It is a medical device, not a drug, because it meets the CDRH definition of a device. It is not a living system. It is not a biologic system. It is a physical technology. It happens to just come in the size of a molecular package. So we need to be really clear on making sure we don't fall for their game because their game is if we talk about it as a vaccine, then we're going to get into a vaccine conversation. But this is not by their own admission a vaccine. So and Jimmy, as a result, sorry, it must be clear to everyone listening that we will not fall for this failed definition, just like we won't fall for their industrial chemical definition of health because both of them are functionally flawed and are an explicit violation of the legal construct that is being exploited. So Judy, as a scientist here, could you boil that down into English for a boy who, who grew up with a blue collar? I, 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 take, I take your explanation, David, and that's superb. But for those out there who may not be able to, to, uh, to, to follow that very intelligent analysis, uh, and that's not meant as an insult, David. I, uh, oh, no, I, 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 just, I, I, I get frustrated when I hear activists and lawyers and everybody else saying, we're going to fight the vaccine. If you stipulate it's a vaccine, you've already lost the battle. It's not a vaccine. So what should I be referring to uh, to it as? A chemical agent or? Correct. It's a, it's a synthetic pathogen. They've literally injected the, the very right. pathogenic part of the virus into okay. every cell of the body. When you say pathogen, that says to me it's going to get me, make me sick. Correct. So they, they, it, it is made to make you sick, Rocco. Rocco, remember that 80% of the people allegedly exposed to allegedly SARS-CoV-2, so let's not get into that rabbit hole, but 80% of the people who are exposed to allegedly the virus have no symptoms at all. They're called asymptomatic carriers. 80% of the people who get this injected into them have a clinical adverse event. Correct. Right. You, you are getting injected with a chemical substance to induce illness, Correct. not to induce a immunotransmissive response. In other words, nothing about this is going to stop you from transmitting anything. This is about getting you sick and having your own cells be the thing that get you sick. Correct. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to trigger an autoimmune response? It can, and it can among many things. Among many things, it can actually directly cause um, multiple sclerosis, Lou Gehrig's disease, uh, Alzheimer's disease, because that's what the expression of that pathogenic envelope. It can cause accelerated cancer. That's what the expression of that piece of virus, that syncytin alone, has been known to do for decades. You injected the the disease literally. We, we, we had a conversation there before we start recording. You uh, found something sweet on the Moderna. Yeah, um, Moderna basically um, have said that uh, they admit here that um, what they inject is now an operating system. So it's interesting what, um, you know, the doctor has just been saying uh, on the video, just listened to and watched, um, and what they're saying now about the operating system. So their version of the operating system, and you can go onto Moderna's website to, to check out this as well. I leave the links in the description below for people as well. And they say under the subheading of our operating system, 
They say, recognizing the broad potential of mRNA science, we set out to create an mRNA technology platform that functions very much like an operating system on a computer, of course, because it's part of a transhumanist uh, agenda, um, because they want in time, obviously, us to, to be the AI, so we don't have to think, we don't have our, have our thoughts processed, and the AI will do all that for us, so that kind of goes hand in hand with that. It is designed so that it can plug and play interchangeably with different programs. In our case, the program or app is our mRNA drug, the unique mRNA sequence that codes for a protein. And you can see in the diagram below, it shows um, the DNA, it says it's a storage, which goes to mRNA, which is the software, which goes to the protein, which is the applications. So that's uh, an interesting article um, this week um, that, that I found out there. I just and think it kind of ties in, in well with uh, the six-minute uh, speech that you put up It does, it does. And there's, there's many other things as well. But yeah, I think those two things are um, kind of correlated together. So interesting, all right, to those two topics. Um, yeah, and I, I know we both like to have a bear someday, but uh, I think you uh, something happened in Belgium. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know, do you call it funny or do you just call it lunacy or what do you call it? But... Um, a guy in, in Belgium recently, um, you know, the head of the, the Belgian paper is that um, he's got three months um, behind bars, plus a thousand euro fine for simply pouring a pint. So when I seen this headlines, I have to read down through this to see what's going on here. So the backstory in brief is, as I say, I'll leave a link in an article for below people look into, but the backstory briefly is that under the coronavirus, you know, rules and lockdown and stuff over there, he could serve takeaway. That's fine. A guy came to his door to get a takeaway or approach him. He knew him. He wasn't a stranger. He seemed like he was a regular, I suppose, there. And um, because of the business and all that, obviously going downhill because of the situation going on, this guy said, I'll give you 100 euro, you know, towards the business to, to help you out and stuff like that. He says, but is there any chance that I can, you know, maybe go in for one beer? So your man let, your man let him in and he had a glass of beer inside in the place. I don't know how the police came on, but the police all of a sudden came on the scene and um, caught him in the act and said, you can't be drinking on the premises. It could be takeaway only. So one uh, police officer was kind of reasonable officer, you know, okay, maybe just give you a fine. The other guy was having none of it. He's like, no, no, we're going further. Anyway, cut a long story short, um, the guy refused to pay the fine. So on order, he went, took him to court, went to court. Looks like he lost the case because he's getting three months in jail and he's getting now a thousand euro fine. But he says he's getting onto people like good solicitors or barristers that are very, you know, in tuned in this situation and are going to get him on to fight the case. So this is the, the insanity where uh, between, what was it last week? Was it or a week before we done a guy in, in England and uh, for hugging um, outside Hyde Park in, in uh, London? Yeah. He, got, uh, he got arrested for hugging. Now, if you pour a pint, you get three months behind bear. It's, it's that was an expensive pint he said isn't it i mean we've wow. all paid a few but especially in belgium i know it's a bit more expensive than the rest of the world but uh, that, that is, is 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 insanity and it's also leading on to another situation as well where in england they had um a guy got a kebab got bought the kebab got into his car <laughs> drove 20 miles so I suppose that was regarded as not being in lo your local area under we, coronavirus. He's probably cold at that stage. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what he was doing, but he, <laughs> he, he went off anyway, 20 miles away in his car, sat down uh, in the car, pulled up, windows up the whole lot, and the uh, police officer just uh, knocks on the door and goes, what are you doing? He says, well, I'm the kebab. And uh, he, man, he says, uh, where, where are you coming from? So on and so on, you know. And he says, oh, I'm living in such an area in England. He says, it's just about 20 miles away. He says, you're outside your local area. He says, um, you know, you can't be doing this kind of thing, so on and so on. And he, he got a fine for it. He's like, I'm not, I'm not near anybody. I came in my car. I didn't touch anybody. I didn't really, you know, not around anybody at all. What are you talking about? And uh, yeah, he, he's got a fine over that. So this is the, 
the lunacy of you know 2021 um what we're in i I seen something recently in in ireland somebody same thing outside uh, i don't know is it two kilometers or five kilometers now but basically went to the beach nobody on the beach just to gain fresh air which would be good for your health same thing you know like you're outside of your area it's sick you know it's It's madness and shame on all the police officers kind of doing that you know it is yeah you're complying but you're going to comply yeah what do you do when it comes around to you you think you're not disposable and like you you mentioned the ai i mean i have seen plenty on the ai and it's like they can they have military for the ai they'll have police officers eventually so your jobs are actually only a matter of time before you're out and you won't be getting much sympathy from a lot of people the way you're treating them no, no, no. Unfortunately, it's um, no doing the dirty work for the state. Um, yeah, it's it's a horrible situation. But um, that's a kind of few funny ones. But then there's a not so funny one that's just happened over in the states. There was um, an ad, the headline is basically Arizona mother arrested after beating her COVID positive children for not wearing masks at home. I mean, <laughs> what? She was a 32 year old woman apparently under the influence of alcohol. Um, she was acting erratic, and the you know she picked one child up by the neck and she kicked another child while I was on the ground. And, you know, so there's at least three kids and there's supposed to be another child there as well. So a couple of children got the, got the harsh end of the stick, if you want to put it that way, for what? Because they tested positive for a test, not testing for the alleged virus. And because they hadn't a mask on them, you know, insanity. So the police were calling the scene. She tried to flee the scene. She was caught um, down the road somewhere and the police brought her back. But the police actually struggled with her. They struggled so much. She put up a fight. She wasn't, she was taking none of it either. She put up such a fight that the police had to pull out a stun gun and they stunned her on the spot. And then they arrested her. I wonder, and, did uh, she have her, her mask on when she ran, I, did she? I wonder, yeah. <laughs> because the, the picture actually shows here, it shows her uh, her nice little face and her kind of nearly smirking type face in her and it shows um, her mask wearing it down under the chin. <laughs> it's not even on her face. Uh, so yeah, that's you know that's that's the madness that's going on around the world and um, all over this. And it's all fear mongery because like with the radio and the newspapers and the television, I mean we're constantly saying it, but I'm seeing video after video of people attacking other people in supermarkets and everything because they've been brainwashed to believe yeah. in this and they just attack. And all I say is do not engage because it's like talking to a wall. So the best thing is turn around and walk away. You cannot win with stupidity. Exactly. And it's sad to just, just briefly mention that I was talking to a person yesterday and, you know, they're saying that their, their uh, grandparents are, you know, some already got the vaccine and more now we're getting it, you know, tomorrow and next week. And I said, Jesus, I was like, have you actually seen the dangers of it? Like, have you seen two sides of the story, basically? And they go, no, no, they're, see, this is the reality. When sometimes I forget myself that these people, um, and they're very in tune with most things, but when it comes to this, their answer was, um, I said, have you done any critical thinking yourself or you've done any research? It goes, no, no. So how do you know it's safe? Well, the government's like says it's safe. And they said on top of it, they said that um, well, my friend's grandparents got it and somebody else's grandparents got it. so that that in itself what justified the safety of it be- just because they got it. I was like, What that's your definition of safety? Yeah. Jesus Ask Christ, like. if they jumped into the river and the other grandparents jumped into the river, would you follow them? Exactly. It's, it's, it's sad because nobody is doing their own critical thinking, nobody's opening their mind saying what is actually going on here and really scrutinizing everything. And if you if you scrutinize like we have in many podcasts, you'll see there's loads and loads of evidence there to see the massive dangers of it and we know we've shown you know videos talked about um the technology parts i mean between nanobots all sorts of stuff um in this in this vaccine it's just you know the completely unlicensed vaccine as well it's just it's it's, it's horrendous the stuff that's um that they're pushing out to the public um but um what else have we got there we had um, D- denmark actually we were going to talk about the passports in denmark yeah denmark um after we talked about them a few months ago of course with um 
enough people got together and all that and they, they wrote the government actually had to go by what the people said and they rolled back the mandatory um, part of the vaccine but now um in the last couple of days or so on yeah they're talking about um it's, it's on a couple of news articles but lo and behold it's actually on the world economic forum as well and they actually talk um uh, about de- uh, them are developing uh, digital COVID-19 passports they don't they don't say it'll be on an app yet probably will be in time but what they're saying is they've already vaccinated uh one percent of their population in denmark and they're looking to obviously roll out more and more and more i think it's about 900 care homes or something now by by the end of this weekend or so they'll have uh, vaccinated as well um so that's what they're at, at the moment anyway. and he also says that it'll be obviously for people who got the vaccine so is this kind of a retaliation for okay you won on this side a few a few months ago as in the people won in the sense it's not mandatory but now the fact it's not mandatory well we're just going to make your lives hell and if you don't get it and you can't get this basically digital uh, COVID-19 passport, because if you do, it'll show you haven't actually got it. So I didn't, like we've talked many times, it won't let you into, you know, get services, that maybe down to the shops, into a music venue. And it says, um, we are looking into, which generally when they said they're looking into, has a good possibility of it, all right, that people coming in from the border or people coming in overseas will have to show this as well and vice versa. So it's, you know, they're going to try and correlate around this in Europe and around the world as well. That puts you, we're not making it mandatory, but if you don't get this COVID-19, that we are. So it's not, I mean, Denmark have said it's not a case of if, it's a case of when they roll out this uh, digital passport, when it's underway. And this is the, the restrictions that they'll try and coerce you into. Oh, we can't make it mandatory. So They're going to stop yeah. social welfare, pensions and everything. Yeah. They're going to do all dirty tricks. Everything they can. Like we yeah. know that Denmark came out with their pots and pans you know, obviously they got a result at that time, but yeah. you know they slipped it on the carpet. I think next time they want to put the pots and pans in the politicians' heads because their IQ must be nineteen. You know, like the COVID, and just start banging it. And but that's that's okay. what we said. We said to them even weeks ago. We said it's a win for them for now, but don't just think that's a win alone. You'll have to keep pushing because they'll come up with something next week and the week after. Like, these governments will want to push it as much as they can. So it's yeah, it's important to push back and stays going again. So yeah, um, time will tell. But Denmark will be one of many countries that will be trying to to roll this out so we'll see what's what's going to happen as the as the future goes on but that's their plan b tactic because plan a was mandatory plan b then is okay we won't make it mandatory but we'll just make it make our life hell so it's up to you like it's a choice even though it's not a choice <laughs> um for freedom so that's the situation with that but i know also moving on from that in uh england as well um basically to have a four and a half million uh people now in England alone, waiting on the patient list, i.e. for hospitalization, for treatments and all this. And I have to stress, this has nothing got to do with COVID-19. This is the neglect. And this is only after happening after lockdown. So just shows again, these lockdowns have nothing got to do with, you know, saving health or humanity. Or that. It's got to do with basically making people poor, destroying businesses, destroying livelihoods, destroying the mental health and well-being of people itself. It does not do anything to help people. And they know that. It's not as if they don't know that. Um, they know this in government, exactly what they're doing. But four and a half million people is supposed to be a record, according to this article, um, since 2007. So all, all the, the heart, the lungs, every, all the stuff, the cancer, everything has just been pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. How many deaths are going to arise out of that because like of their because of their mine, actions no, government, yeah. yeah because of that yeah. he like he he didn't go near the hospital because one they don't want people there and mm. waited and he found out he's on stage four cancer like you know it's it's, it's terrible and there's hundreds of cases millions of cases like yeah. that and they're I, supposed to be helping us you know they yeah. care about our health like people wake up please wake up because you know unless everybody starts waking up it's going to be hard to to fix this so exactly. you know stop complying and on top of that as well, it's not only the 
in that situation with a hospital, it's um, there's actually people who genuinely are afraid of the, you know, the alleged COVID-19 situation, the elderly. Some of them are genuinely afraid of it. So under no circumstances, even if they're critically ill, they won't go into a hospital. I've heard of, of nurses and people like that trying to get him in to say, no, you must come in because you need to, you're critical or this or that. And they're afraid of their life of getting this COVID-19. You know, that we, we've shown the podcast through the Freedom of Information and other situations, they still haven't proved that um, that it exists. But we won't go down that rabbit hole again, but that, that's there on previous podcasts. And, you know, fear mongering the lives of people. Like I'm kind of in a situation, I know you're the same as well. It's like, you know, we're, we're, we're born to live free, simple as that. So it's a case of like, if we're going to die, we're going to die. But I'm not going to live in fear for a couple of months to a year to maybe 2022, 2023 and go on to 2025 and onwards and onwards, living in fear. I'm going to live my life. Whatever happens, happens. But I'm not going to cower in fear because you're wasting so much many weeks and months of your life. What, sitting at home and um, cowering away in fear from what? For something that never will not affect my life anyway. I just need to get on with things and everybody should do the same thing and unite. And that's the only way where people power does actually work and we'll, we'll get things back normal, but just enough people have to unite and they have to unite quick because they're doing everything. These people who are operating all this in the background, they're very united, but are making sure we're divided um, as much as possible. So, Absolutely. yeah, that's on the situation for that. But Because um, no, like, people think yeah. it's going to change and it'll come right, it'll come right. I mean, there's even a high percentage believe they get the, you know, the injections, they get their passport, everything returns to normal. We know that's not true. Yeah, so. Yeah. Listen, stop being fooled. If you've, you've been fooled since March, if you're not awake by now, you know, just turn off your tellies there, following the trail, you know, they, like just don't, we even say, don't believe what we're saying. We're giving links to everything we yeah. do, but start researching it and, you know, go to brave.com, duckduckgo, not Google. Google's a bad boy. And I think by doing your own research, you'll actually have a better chance of actually, as we say, w- waking up instead of just listening to either the left or the right. You know, yeah. that's the way... Exactly. exactly, exactly. But um, I think that's about it. Or have we anything else for um, this week that you wanted to talk no, about? I think we've, yeah. uh, we've, we've covered enough. Yeah, so yeah, we kept uh, yeah, it we, short we, and sweet we, kind we, of. And yeah. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll bring you more uh, in the coming weeks. We've got a few uh, nice ones planned. So look, it's exactly. very important now, especially since we're, I mean, I don't really try to push the YouTube and still on it by next week. I can upload something again, but we really want you to come on to BitChute, subscribe to us, listen to the podcast, subscribe, but basically share because even like, I mean, you know, I have the Polish one. I, I'll do something on on Facebook and the reach will be like 4,000 or whatever. I put something on um, for the awakening and I share it to 20 groups and I get a reach of 50, 20, yeah. 10. You know, so the, the shadow banning and the censorship is unreal. Really what they're doing, yeah. No, if you're on a, a Telegram group or a Signal group or something like that and you like what we're saying, just cut and paste and, you know, just share with your friends. It's uh, greatly appreciated. Yeah, we're here so just to give you the information, the alternative side of things. And if, if people, you know, so people can say, well, you know, this is the other side of it. Um, have a look at it and see what you think yourself because you're not going to see what we're talking about on the mainstream news or the government are not going to talk about it, they're going to suppress it, they're going to ban it. So there's a reason they're suppressing. There's a reason censorship is on a high at the moment um, because, of the, you know, these people lie continuously all the time governments silicon valley they're consistently lying all the time um so there's a reason behind that so, so anyway look we we'll leave it at that um for this week i said there's more coming up anyway and there's, there's lots to talk about but we try to keep these ones kind of you know in our thereabouts the half hour mark or so if we can because we could do that we could do we could talk for an hour and a half two hours three hours but people just tune out people don't like massive long podcasts so we try to keep snippets exactly. of ones just to keep people uh, awake and listening to besides you know looking at your own information as well you know 
don't believe what we're saying if you don't want it. Go, go research. It's very important. It's like we're giving you information. Now go research and go look at your own. Everybody, if everybody can do a small bit of raw information, you'd be surprised um, the amount of stuff you'll actually find. Listen, Chris, as always, it's been fantastic. Thanks a million. Same as, right? Yeah. We'll see you again next week. <laughs> as always. So you'll find Chris on mindwars.uk. He's on BitChute as Mindwars. I'm on awakeningpodcast.org and I'm on BitChute as Awakening Podcast. You'll find us on Facebook as well. And as we asked, give us a five-star rating, give us a thumbs up, share, and until next week, take care. See you then.